Hi all, I'm the captain and we're going to be talking about food and well rather diets on today on this episode of Survival of Us. So, uh, before we get into that, I actually pulled up a Wikipedia article as I am wont to do on fad diets and believe it or not there is an article on fad diets. <laughs> wow, and, shocker. Uh, I Yeah, I know, I know. So, uh, here is a small quote from the 19th century section. Quote, fad diets as we know them really started around the Victorian era in the 19th century. A competitive market for healthy diets arose in the 19th century developed world as migration and industrialization and commodification of food supplies began eroding adherence to traditional ethnocultural diets and the health consequences of pleasure-based diets were becoming apparent. Uh, <laughs> side note, end of quote there, Side note, no, believe, like, trust me, like, during the Stuart era, uh, King Henry, and when sugar started getting imported to America, mm -hmm. there were so many cavities that got caused, uh, and that's when we first started developing toothpaste. Unfortunately, the toothpaste they made was made with sugar, so that was great. Yeah, anyway. Whoops. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back to this little article blurb. Uh, Lord Byron was obsessed with his, uh, with his appearance as he had a morbid propensity to fatten. He tried several diets, such as his favorite meal of biscuits and soda water, and others which he would devise, such as the vinegar and water diet in the 1820s, which was a very popular at the time, uh. and involved drinking, <laughs> yeah, and involved drinking water with apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he would... He, <laughs> he would cycle perpetually between self-starvation, measurement, and binge eating. Sounds like that man needed a psychologist or a therapist. Anyway, we're going to stop there. So, fad diets, they are not that new, believe it or not. Uh, and we're going to have uh, the warden start us off because she's been voted as the local expert on food. So, warden, take it yeah, away. Yeah, we say that very lightly, like local expert, not really an expert, but anyways, local between the three of us. Sure, expert. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's see. Fad diets that I've tried for whatever reason. I've never tried any to lose weight because for the majority of my life I've been told by my doctor I'm supposed to gain weight and sometimes I've successfully done that but not enough to make my doctor happy. Like, I, like that's just been a struggle for me. So, um, I wonder what that feels like. <laughs> listen, <laughs> it's... It's, I've had the opposite problem most of my life. Continue. Like, the worst I think I was, percentage-wise, BMI, I don't remember what that was in percentage, but um, I was, I'm, f how tall am I? I'm five foot nine. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do the math here to see what the percentage was. Anyways, but so I've tried, uh, the ones I have tried were to either just help me maintain my weight or to clear my acne um so for maintaining though without feeling sick some people are like oh just eat more junk food eat more burgers I'm like no it doesn't yeah work no that's still, not how that works like you still feel like you feel miserable like it's not you don't just like it's not like just eating more makes me gain weight so i tried by eating more like just butter or oil not alone, obviously, but adding more. <laughs> like, just, I would just, just whip eat a out stick that of stick of butter and be like, "Wow, I hope I make it Scarf to my it BMI that I need." Like, <sighs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
No. Yeah, I, for, I forgot um, about that butter diet. The high sodium diet, right? I'm on a butter diet. <laughs> or the high fat diet, I should say. Gain weight. Yeah. Because well, like... a, a high sodium diet, that's a thing, right? Um, Typically, they tell you to cut your sodium because that can spike your blood pressure. Right. For some reason, I thought a high sodium diet was for. I'm going to look it up. You guys continue. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Underweight. Normal weight, what am I saying? Yeah, so trying to gain weight has been a challenge for me. Um, I am currently, let's see, I'm just looking at around. Right now, I'm like right at the lowest of the normal weight, so I'm good. But I don't, so, sorry, hmm. what am I saying here? My, my brain is jumping. So I would say generally my the fad diet you could say I try and follow would be the whole 30 which is basically cutting out refined sugars um well processed things in general grains dairy but i'll still eat those things but in general i don't eat them as much as a lot of people and that's just mainly because i feel better when i kind of stick to that framework um so usually that's how I eat when I'm just eating at home by myself. When I'm out with other people and stuff, I'll just kind of eat whatever because that's easier to do, eat what's available. Um, I have tried diets for clearing my skin. I've tried the celery juice cleanse, <laughs> which <laughs> it was awful. What's that? So <laughs> I've never heard of it. Out of desperation, <laughs> out of desperation, you basically you do one of two things. You can juice celery with an actual juicer or you can blend celery if you don't have a juicer and just blend it with water a lot and you're supposed to drink it on an empty stomach in the morning when you wake up like I forget how much whatever thing I was following online oh before I say this though I should say that anytime I've tried like the celery juice cleanse or Whole30, like I don't just jump into these things. I actually research them to see if they're worth my time trying. So I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, we're doing like a beet avocado smoothie fast. Sure, what? Let's try that. <laughs> I would actually. I love how oddly specific that was. I don't know. Perfect, just spot to, on. Trying to think of like the most ridiculous thing. So yeah, so the celery juice cleanse is supposed to just help your like gut and liver and kidneys and detoxify. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't think that really helped me or I just got impatient. Well, also I got sick of drinking celery juice in the morning every day because like it was gross. Honestly, it was gross. And then I tried adding lemon juice to it to kind of change the flavor a little bit. And it was, I don't know, it wasn't worth it to me. Um, so then I also tried drinking, uh, water with lemon and apple cider vinegar, like a teaspoon or something of apple cider vinegar every morning for a while. And mm -hmm. that, I mean, on top of also just trying to eat healthy, I think helped too. That one wasn't awful. Um, I think it was just because I had... Oh, and I put some honey in it, too. That, duh, that's why it wasn't awful. 
because there's <laughs> honey in it. Um, because that was, sugar. Yeah, sugar helps it make it better. Um, <laughs> yeah, so those are the things I've tried. Oh, I was vegan for a while, then vegetarian for a while. Yeah, I remember that. You what? You remember? I remember you remember mentioning that? that. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried that for a while thinking, and that was in attempts to try and clear my skin, thinking like maybe it's the animal hormones that's making my face break out. And then when I was doing that, my doctor found out I was doing that and she got really mad at, not mad, but she's like, you cannot do that. You're going to lose more weight. You have to, you have to start eating meat. Like, and I was like, gosh dang it. Like, I'm like, I sorry. I shouldn't be laughing. I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out how to clear my acne. Like, I She's feel like, like that's gotta... I feel like that's probably how a lot of people feel about diets though. Like there there are a lot of people that I've run into that are willing to try stuff that may or may not be healthy at all. Like right. stuff where that it might actually have adverse effects on yeah. them, but they're willing to try it because they're either trying to lose weight or they're trying to, you know, build up muscle or they're trying to uh, like you were saying, clear up the skin or whatever, right. you know, all these different things that people are going for. And it kind of goes back to like the self-image talks that we've had. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like a lot of people just don't know. Like they look at a diet and they're like, oh, this diet works. Obviously, I should do it. Kind of right. like a commercial for toothpaste that says it'll whiten your teeth, even though half of them right. don't actually. They they do something different for different people. Right. Right. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's, I think that's a good perspective to, to bring, you know, like yeah. you, you had an experience where your doctor actually got <laughs> angry with you for doing what you thought was a good thing. It's like, we've been working hard on trying to get your BMI up to the normal range and now you're <laughs> sabotaging it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What, what about you? I know the youths have struggled with a similar issue there. Yeah, no, I I have always been, my BMI has always been like right under the healthy status. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's always been categorized as underweight. I've never been like dangerously in in the red for unhealthy, you know? I've never been so underweight that, you know, it was was something where I had to go to like a 100% fat diet or something. Um... But yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because even I've done, um, a couple of different like obstacle course races and, uh, one of them, you know, I did a, I did a Spartan race, which is a 5k based race. Um, and you have like 20 plus obstacles, some lifting weights, some like moving your body over monkey bar stuff. And, you know, like there it's an obstacle and there's a bunch of different stuff to it. But even when doing that, even when I was training like four or five times a week to prep for the race and get ready, like I I don't know if I burned fat or if I just literally stayed the exact same and my body just got stronger without <laughs> gaining anything. <laughs> but I I still was under the weight expectations for my my group. And so I was, I've always had this weird thing where I like, I can eat about as much as I want and people make fun of me and be like, oh, you can eat everything that you want. You're so lucky. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I, I enjoy that. You know, I enjoy not having to have a salad like 
every single meal so that I can cut my weight or whatever. Um, right. But at the same time, it's also kind of frustrating when you're you're trying to be healthy. You're trying to, you know, especially for me, like trying to get a little bit extra protein so that I can build muscle mass and I can actually fill out a little bit. You know, like I'd like to look stronger and <laughs> it's the dumbest thing. I'm the <laughs> same size. <laughs> no matter what I do, I'm always this adorable, skinny little runner build. And uh, yeah, no, I, I I don't know. Like there's there's some give and take, you know. Um, there's definitely the nice element where I don't need to worry about calories so much. But there's always that thing in the back of my mind where it's like somebody who's a little bit more stocky, you know, I'm thinking, oh, man, they can lift like twice as much as I can. Where in reality, you know, we might be actually pretty close. I just don't mm -hmm. have the body build to be able to mm -hmm. to handle that. Or um, mm -hmm. yeah, so so yeah, no, I I hear you. Like doing a couple different diets. Like I I did a fat. I don't I don't know if you want to call it a diet, but it was like a higher fat and higher protein diet to try and gain some weight for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, when I was really young. Uh, they recommended that I gain a little bit of weight because I had some calcium deficiency. So that was a big um, diet that I had to have. I had to like vastly increase my calcium for a, a little while while I was still growing. And so I would have milk every single meal. And sometimes I'd just grab a glass of milk in between, you know, and like that was a lot of it. I took some supplements. I took um, these little gross chocolate chewable things that were terrible and awful in every <laughs> regard but they were like a hundred percent of the calcium you needed for a day and so yeah I did that for a while and they were saying that if I didn't add at least a little bit of weight my frame would just kind of be literally all bone and that was not a good thing so I would actually be just like bashing my bones every time that I was running you know so mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I've probably said too much. You guys get the picture. I'm a tiny little yeah. kid that's never going to grow up, apparently. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, oh, dear. He grew up, by the way, just, just in case anyone <laughs> was worried. <laughs> I was explaining to, like, okay, and before I continue with this, like, by no means am I trying to, like, shame anybody in their body size. Oh, yeah. No. I'll, so I just want to preface with that. But the other day, I was explaining to one of my friends what it's like to be made fun of for, like, skinny jokes. Because he had made a comment mm -hmm. to someone, and he, like, a fat joke, but, like, neither of them are overweight. The, the, like, he just made some comment. I said something, like, about a skinny, I don't know, like, I don't remember exactly, but he's like, skinny joke? And I'm like, I'm like yeah. And he's like, what What do you mean? I'm like, I get them all the time. And like, <laughs> people, so I don't know, like, uh if you have this too, maybe not. Maybe it's just the people in my world. <laughs> over as I've grown up, for whatever reason, people that know me, whether more of more people that are acquaintances, but they just think that it's okay to take one of their hands and put it around my wrist and make a comment about having skinny wrists and being right. skinny. Or, like, even putting it, like, around my arm, kind of, and be like, you're so skinny, like, eat some more, or, like, I wish I yeah. could eat like you and stuff, and I'm just like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, I usually just ignore it, but 
Like, why do you yeah. think that because I'm skinny, you can put your hand around my wrist? Like, <laughs> I just—it's so weird what people it, assume. Have you had like, that? Just, have you had stuff just like across that the board, but weight, weight especially. Yeah, no, I've I've been there. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a little different for guys. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. So, you know, it's an easy thing to tease you, um, just just because like. You're a small girl, you know, like that, that mentality for a lot of people is just a little bit easier for them to tease, I guess, or to pick yeah. on a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. For, for me, uh, I get like every single time that I eat in a group that is just getting to know me or still thinks that I'm too small, like they've known me for a while and they just think that I should be, you know, bigger for whatever reason. Uh, I, I always, always get the, the comments and there, I'm not sure if it's a joke per se, but I get the comments of, oh, you should eat more or, mm -hmm. oh, you should, um, you know, you should have another plate, put a little bit of meat on those bones. And I'm like, there's, there's a deep part of me that just wants to look at them and be like, do you realize how long I've tried to put meat <laughs> on these bones? Like, right. <laughs> There, there so, was a time, yeah. and I'm getting back to it, but there was a time that I was doing multiple hundreds of push-ups in a day. <laughs> like, don't talk to me about meat on my bones, okay? These are the most advanced sticks that you will ever see in your life, man. My, so, um, my, you guys know what my ex looks like. He's like mm -hmm. this yep. weight wise mm -hmm. and height wise we're the same size right yeah and i <laughs> remember almost every time we would go to visit his family somebody would make a comment about oh, no. oh my gosh does your wife not feed you Do, you're so skinny oh, no. does your wife not feed you oh, no. and i <laughs> remember one day after we went home like, I got so sick of hearing this. And I said to him, I'm like, why do people in your family always make that comment? We are the same size. Nobody says to you or no one says to me, does your husband not feed you? <laughs> like, like, we, I'm like, that is yeah. such a gender stereotypical thing. Oh, dude, and for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> that. Yeah, I, I that's that's I definitely been to... super common. <laughs> super common i remember actually as um as a teen when we when i would go to family reunions so mm -hmm. to put this in a little bit of perspective most of my extended family has some connection to the military whether it was okay. them or a spouse that have been in the military um mm -hmm. so most of them have been a part of it on some level and mm -hmm. so with that being said you know i've got a cousin in the army i've got a cousin who is in the marines and you know you start going down the list and they've all gone through boot camp you know mm -hmm. and i'm sitting here like I, I i actually trained with some guys who went to boot camp because i just wanted to learn how they train so that i could be better and i could exercise better and and just you know bulk up a little bit because there is a recurring theme here and i i trained with those guys for a while and I didn't help, didn't change anything. I was still about the same size. 
And I remember every time that I would go to these family reunions, my grandmother would end up uh, like always, always recommending or literally bringing me another plate of food and expecting me to eat it. Yeah. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh, my goodness. Like, I love my family. I love my family to pieces. But when you get handed another plate of food and like four people stare at you. Because right. they're all expecting that you should eat, eat it, it so that you can, mm-hmm. you know, actually build up a little bit and look like the rest of the cousins that are sitting here. <laughs> it's like, I guys, that's not how it works. It's like, no, no, no. eat up, eat up. You're a young, God, growing teenager. It's like, what? Again, that is not how this works. Yeah. Oh, See, goodness. I had the Sorry, Captain, problem. we've kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've covered our bases. Please. We've covered Sir, one end. Because <laughs> I've had the opposite problem. Like, I was an overweight kid. Uh, so while you guys were hearing that you needed to gain weight, I was being told that I needed to lose weight because mm-hmm. uh, I was over for my size. And then basically what happened was, because like you guys know me as the weightlifter now. Sure. I had actually started doing that back when I was in high school. Uh, and so I, that's kind of the start. I wasn't able to do it like I do it now, but I, I started weightlifting. And then the doctors are like, well, he's a weightlifter now. So the BMI, the BMI we can just throw that out. He just throws <laughs> off you know, all the charts, <laughs> you know, because, you know, that the weight he's got on him, well, half the weight he's got on him is still fat, but the other half is muscle. So, you know, we got to throw that graph out. But like that followed me because I was not a healthy kid, you know? And uh, so like to put things in perspective now, like I, I kind of had to develop my diet around my weightlifting hobby. <laughs> and like, this is going to sound really elitist and really privileged and, so I get that, okay? But this, this is my reality. Um, I don't want to be hungry in the day. And when I get hungry, I get really hungry, you know? So I look at my diet because I also have a limited budget, or at least I limit my budget. I don't want to spend 200 every week on food, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, okay, I need protein. I need, I need good carbs because I love my sourdough bread, you know? So, like, breakfast, it has to be eggs because bagels and cream cheese wasn't cutting it. Um, you know, lunch. Uh, believe it or not, fast food makes me sick now. So, you know, I, I got to have, you know, the lunch meat that I make um, that I get. And it's nothing special. Uh, chili, chili saves my life because I can throw a ton of protein into a pot of chili and it's got the tomatoes, it's got the, I need that bag of spinach every week. I need that bag of spinach, you know, and the chili, I can throw the beans in. I, I love noodles. Like I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a super healthy dietitian person because I love pizza and donuts and, you know, uh, sweets. But at the same time, it's like, no, I need protein. And there will be times in the day where it's like, I'm, I'm really hungry right now and I need that bag of granola that I always hang on to uh, because muscle cramps, <laughs> muscle hunger, it, I don't, I have never known a type of hunger. <laughs> like I thought I was hungry when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. No, when your biceps and your abs are screaming because you're hungry, 
it is like a roaring in my head and I can't drown it out and it's awful, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so all that to say, and I'm going to brag about this, but I mean, it also illustrates where I am in life. Uh, um, last year I went to get a primary physician. Finally, I hadn't had a primary physician since college. And I walked in and I'm like, listen, I hadn't had a primary physician. I am here for a shot that completely separate thing. But, you know, I haven't seen a doctor in a while and I need to know that I'm healthy, you know. And uh, they're like, all right. And they stuck me into <laughs> a, a blood pressure machine to take my blood pressure. I'm like, all right. And I'm really nervous because when I was a kid, I, my blood pressure was high for a kid, you know. And so I'm watching that blood pressure machine and the numbers are going up and up and up. And I'm like, oh no, they're going to make me give up coffee. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, I didn't, two things happen at once. All of a sudden, the numbers dropped to zero. Oh. That was what I registered. The, the thing that I wasn't paying attention because I was too focused on the number zero was that the armband popped. The <laughs> armband popped. And I oh looked over goodness. at the nurse and I'm like, what does that mean? And she said, that means your arm's too big. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and so we start doing this dance where she's like, well, well, okay, well, this is what she said. And this is what got me angry. She's like, well, you know, your blood pressure, because she did it again. Like, well, your blood pressure is a little elevated but I'm sure that's because you're aggravated. Um, I was. You know? <laughs> and she just took it. And she's like, listen, you look healthy. I'm sure you're fine. And I'm like, oh. I didn't say, yeah, I didn't say oh this to her. Goodness. But I'm like, listen, just because I got big arms and I have this weird three-pack thing going, <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm healthy, okay? Right. <laughs> we, don't, there, we don't know what could be going on in my blood right now. We need to get this checked. Long story made short, my blood pressure was fine and they did blood work and everything's great. So, you know, that's my advice to you all. If you can afford it and you can carve out your time, go to the gym. It's the best diet ever. <laughs> you know, so. I, well, I feel like I would definitely agree with that. That it take do the work. And in conjunction with that, there is something to be said of having a healthier diet. You know, if you're eating ice cream yeah. every single day. Maybe you want to cut it back to, I don't know, four days out of the week. I know ice cream's like the worst thing to cut out, but it does help. It definitely does. And uh, I've worked with some people that I was kind of like helping them keep accountable for that sort of stuff. So I've been able to watch those sort of diets work. And it even if you don't end up losing weight immediately, taking out fats and excess sugars like that's it's a big deal and it does help with alertness and being able to do different functions. So yeah, the gym, the gym the is the best sweet... though. I agree. Well, I found the easiest sweet to cut out was soda. Yeah. That's uh... 120 calories of nothing that you can just get rid of. Just make tea, <laughs> make <know>? tea, <laughs> uh, make tea yeah. and add sugar. No, <laughs> can add honey. No, don't add sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, so in the idea of food, this story came to mind and I wanted to share it with you guys and just kind of talk about how crazy 
some people are about food. And I'm not saying anyone specific. So nobody feel bad about this here. I'm not pointing any fingers. But. But. <laughs> but the warden. This is, okay. this is unique. You know, like, in, especially in America, right? Like, we treasure our food to kind of a weird level where, you know, you've got, oh, if you go to the ballpark, you have to get a hot dog. Or if you go to the movies, you have to get popcorn, you know? Like, have you guys ever experienced that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've seen it in other people, not myself. Sure, sure, sure. And I mean, all of us are kind of sitting with, we've all said that we've tried to work towards being healthy. So I, I don't necessarily mean this for our strict circle, but just being able to see it like in the culture and why that's such a struggle. Cause like you were, you were uh, talking about some of the public school food system stuff earlier warden. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what's your take on that before I go any farther on the public school food? Yes. Public school food as you're a teacher uh, now. So you see what it does. Let's just say it's not as healthy as Michelle Obama probably wishes would it what wish it would have been. <laughs> oh, shots uh, fired. That reference, though. That's perfect. So, uh, this, yeah. <laughs> this story that I found, uh, I've heard, I heard about it a, a bit ago, and I just, it's been kind of sitting on my mind as one of the best stories ever. Uh, so, this king, back in the 1300s, it looks like, this king named Reginald III ended up taking over a different kingdom, and his brother, I believe it was his brother, right? I'm sorry, I'm like reading off the little details to make sure I'm getting this right. But his brother was super, super fat, and he loved food, and he loved getting all of these different things. And when Reginald came in and basically took over the throne, he stuffed his brother into a room and he said all right i'm just gonna keep bringing you food just like you're used to and i'm gonna take over your kingdom and i'm gonna do whatever i feel like with your kingdom however if you decide to leave this room and come back i'll hand everything back to you i won't even i won't even worry about the military takeover that I just did, I'll just give it back to you. How's that? And so he left his brother in this room where the door was unlocked. The one catch was the dude was so fat that he didn't fit through the doorway. Oh. That guy died in that room. Just let well, just let that, that just let that dark. sit in for a minute. The dude literally just sat in that room. Did whatever that room offered. Didn't go back to be king ever, even though all he had to do was walk out the door. He just kept accepting food from all of the people and kept living the way that he was living and then just died in that room. It's so tragic. (laughs) So there's a lot of silence. I'm sorry if I brought a bad thing into the picture. But... As we're talking about diets, that's what came to mind of just this one guy that wasn't willing to just not eat as much. It wasn't it wasn't even a huge thing like he had to cut a billion calories. You know, you had to slowly Mm -hmm. 
get fit enough to walk out of the door. That's all you had to do, walk out the door. And he wouldn't do it. He never did it. And he just, he ended up dying inside of that room. And I feel like that's, it's super sad, you know? And I, I get it. It's a hard choice. Like, it's it's something that a lot of people struggle with to try and get healthy. And sometimes it takes a lot more than what I would have to do to get healthy. You know, like I'm I'm going to go work out today. Like that phrase is really, really hard for some people. And I totally understand. But this story is part of the reason why I don't want to get older and like just throw away all the diet stuff that I've learned. Like don't eat sugar every single meal, you know, like simple things like that. It's like be proactive. Don't buy the the steak with the largest fat chunk on the side, you know, like get something that will help you move forward. And I think that's probably the biggest thing for diets, you know, like everybody's trying to move forward. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, like I think a large problem, at, at least here in America, is that when whenever you see these fad diet things, they make it sound so simple, right. You know. Yeah. Americans, well, they 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 want to throw money so, at. Okay, let me put it this way. I'm into the third, uh-oh, fourth uh-oh. year of my gym life. Uh-oh, you know. <laughs> Sorry. So like, it took a long time to get here, and I'm finally seeing results for sure. it. Sure. You know, right, right. so anyway, yeah, Warden, no, before I cut I you off. I bumped my mic. You were in your fourth, you're oh. in your fourth year of what? Of, um, of the gym, my gym oh, hobby, okay. you know, it took a long time to get mm-hmm. here. Uh, and like, I'm glad you brought history up because like, I can't help but feel that a lot of these fad diets there, it's kind of like, well, what's the secret to long life? Oh, just keep breathing. You know, uh, I, I heard the, the paleo diet. I was talking to the warden about this and that triggered the little historian in my head. And so I looked it up. I'm like, what is this paleo diet? Because there's no way we can go back to eating what our paleo ancestors ate. Um, and on one hand, it was all about eating. Don't eat processed food. I think that is a great goal, you know? especially coming from a guy that I eat processed foods every now and then, Mm -hmm. you know, I love noodles. Sorry. (laughs) You know? So, um, like on one hand, yeah, great. Avoid processed foods when you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, that being said, the historian in me would like to point out, listen, if we took one of our stone age ancestors, brought them into the modern time and pointed out a Big Mac to them, they would eat that Big Mac. And they would ask for seconds. Mm. Then they would go back in time and wrestle and just challenge every single saber-toothed cat to a wrestle. Because that would be the most calories they've ever had, (laughs) you know, ever. Right. You know. (laughs) And, like, again, I've heard from people, from friends, like, for a lot, for some people, it's not as simple as calories in, calories Mm -hmm. out, you know. Right. So because yeah, there are other like, factors played into it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I like I like I said, I understand I'm in a position of privilege because not everyone can make the time or the financial cost to get a gym membership. You know? Um so I guess like the biggest thing is like in our society is 
it's not easy for some people and mm-hmm. like how dare well how how dare you put another plate in front of somebody and say here eat up you'll get bigger <laughs> <laughs> you know just just like that you know yeah. how you know again how dare who am i to go to somebody and be like yeah just go to the gym you'll get ripped. right no right. problem yeah. you know yeah it's a huge huge game of uh, of balance you know where where are you going to find the healthy nutrients that you need where are you going to find the exercise that your body needs cuz even if you're not the type that wants to go running or go to the gym to you know actually work out work out like there are certain levels of exercise that people just need to continue function like being able to rotate your shoulders and being able to bend over and do different things like you need to be able to move those on a normal basis in order to maintain that um so mm-hmm. it's a huge, huge balance. And uh, I, I got a qu- quick insert here. I was reading more and more about the Reginald Third story. I think it's a different guy. So my apologies on that. I'll try and find it and get more information back to you guys. But anyway, um, with the diet thing, it, it's, it's, it's a big, difficult game. And there are a lot of people that have a lot of push and motivation to make it happen and then just can't. And I sympathize so hard with you because I've been there just on a different, different side of it. And oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. You know, back to what we were talking about with the people don't always know how, what diet to pick or what to do to make it better. You know, that's why these fad diets are such a big hit because they, a lot of them end up saying like, Oh, eat avocados. You'll lose weight and you'll gain muscle and you'll be taller. It's like, what? <laughs> what? I what? Oh, it's backed by 14 doctors. Little do they tell you that all of the doctors are, you know, 12 psychologists and a uh, uh, studier of bugs, you know, but they all happen to be doctors. So obviously the avocado diet is the perfect way to go. And I feel like that is kind of gotcha media, you know, where they just jump on the jump on the bandwagon because it works. And then once a lot of people get money into that, then people are like, oh, well, this doesn't work like they said. It works different, you know. So, yeah, fad diets are frustrating. And I, I always think of the commercial ones where they're like, oh, we'll send you meals and then you'll lose weight. And in the back of my brain, I'm like, what type of weight, though? Is it going to be water weight? Is it going to be, like, actual fat? Is it going to be muscles? Are you just going to, like, give me such a low-calorie diet that literally I'm not putting anything into my body? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, make sure that you figure out, you know, go to the pros. There's nothing wrong with asking what a, a doctor doctor would actually say about what you need. And then don't give up. I mean... How many times have we talked about things that are difficult that are, you know, in the mental one or in working out or in working with different people? You know, it's like, don't give up. That's that's the challenge. I mean, Cap, you were saying that you four years you've been doing this. Yeah, four years. now. Yeah. Are you where you want to be? Say that. Are are you where you want to be? Uh, I think finally, yeah, yeah, I yeah. am because, uh, I mean, when I first started, I was really self-conscious about the way I looked and, uh, 
now if you stole stole my shirt off of me, I'd be like jokes on me. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> but it took four years. It took four years to get yeah, there. Yeah, for you know? sure. It didn't happen overnight. Right. You know? well, yeah, definitely. What was no. that comment I think the captain made earlier about it being hard or something like th- What was that comment earlier you had made about? I think I think that was hiccup, oh. like just because it's hard or, you know, don't give up. Oh, that sort yeah. Of thing. I was just going to say, too, that, like, I've spent a little bit of time um, in Germany. I did an exchange program there, and I, I mean, I could... I've heard this from other people too that it's easier, or it's or it's harder to not eat as healthy in the U.S. just because of our culture and fast food and processed foods and stuff versus almost anywhere else. I'm guessing I don't know, but at least in Germany, I just remember we rarely went to fast food. We made almost like at least my host family did, and they said that that was normal for people to not eat as much processed food and stuff so too i think it's harder just because it's such a cultural thing here too mm-hmm. it's not just that it's hard because oh it's I, I don't know how to how am i trying to say this like when i say it's hard to eat healthy in this country like i feel like it's hard not because people aren't trying hard enough but it's hard because i almost feel like our food system kind of sets us up for failure almost not like, but I don't mean it does like it doesn't cause you can eat healthy. It just, it's not designed to encourage it because healthier food for the most part is more expensive. And so I guess, well, my God, that's what I, the polar pop, the polar <laughs> pop for less than a buck, you can get a giant <laughs> polar pop. Anyways, I won't go on that. Rant, I, yeah. But, you know, sorry. For those of you guys who don't know, because polar pops are not a thing everywhere. Uh, no, I think that's a Midwest thing. The, but yeah. the polar pop yeah. is just like, is it a dollar now? It's less than Yeah, it's like 79 cents thing. or something, right? Yeah. So anyway, it's it's just basically a 32 to 44 ounce drink that you can just fill up with fountain drinks, like, you know, all sorts of sodas or high sugar lemonade stuff and you know less than a buck you can have all the hydration you think that you need yeah or you can just fill up with soda like okay like a 12 ounce can of soda that's basically 100 to 120 calories so if you take a 48 that's um 400 or so <laughs> uh, that's a lot that's a lot of calories that's a lot you know if you drink it all yeah because if you're going to go with the recommended 2,000, you know, calorie a day diet mm-hmm. and you get a Polar Pop, that's, that is almost one quarter, one third of your 2,000 allotment budget right there. Wow. No. Those calories catch up to you guys quickly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll stop. I'm not an yeah. expert. <laughs> well, hmm. So what's our final take on dieting? Good, bad. Final take on diet. It really is. I mean, obviously, people do it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, not just losing weight. Um, 
Also, high sodium diet is not a thing. I I looked that up earlier in the episode. I don't know why I thought it was, but Gosh, man, dang it! You mean I can't uh, listen, just add the salt only high <laughs> I already uh, do that. The, all right, all right, fine. Thing I know, it doesn't sound logical to me either. The closest thing I know to a high sodium diet were those Japanese monks who tried to mummify themselves just before death. Oh it involved a lot of sodium. That's the closest I got. So I can't believe that's a thing. And you just whip it out like it's well, nobody's business, okay? Right. Like, it's not, okay, it's not becoming thing a thing is, because like, they outlawed it in the 1950s. He could just say things, and because, like, he's the local <laughs> history true. expert, we'd be like, yeah, wow, I did it. That's oh, wow. true. Wow. I, <laughs> I didn't make I it up. I try to Go pick a story from online. history, and I get, it the, I get the wrong one that I'm quoting. It's like, great. Awesome. Uh, just... Okay. All right, diets. Diets, they're hard. <laughs> so diets are different in all sorts of different ways. Uh, if you're on one, just make sure it's actually healthy for you. Please, please. And, and if it is working for you, don't turn, don't leave it as a fad diet. Turn it into a lifestyle. Right, diet. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But, yeah. you know, like like Warden was saying, don't make your doctor mad at you because you're doing doing a diet that's actually going to hurt you. <laughs> don't right. Don't do that. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think we're uh, done. I think we're done I think we're here. good. I think we, yeah, we've hit it well. Time to go fast or something. Yes, let me go <laughs> fast from, I, to be honest, I was eating some cookies. I'm going to go make a cup anyway. of tea. Yeah, <laughs> cup good. of tea there. I'm going to go work out. All right. Yeah, thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> uh, to help us survive, go subscribe.